Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3. WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing on this fantastic weekend? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome to The Geek Show. As I said, I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a show where we take a break from all the politics, all the yelling and screaming, and we talk about some fun things. Video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything. If you want to catch up on any of the previous Geek Shows, they are all available on Spotify, iTunes. Just search for The Geek Show. You'll be able to find it and you can catch up on all the latest in the world of geeks. And the show is broken down like this. We're going to start off with some news of the week and a little bit of mosh posh of everything. I have some interesting news in the world of esports. Uh, we lost an icon in the geek world. And then uh, there is something... That is being offered that you can buy for $200 that I think will blow your mind. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Then after that, we'll take a break and we come back and we'll go to the land of movies and TV shows and talk about the latest news coming out of there. Uh, Amazon is coming forward and saying, oh, we have the top streaming movie of the year. But they're not going to tell us the numbers, which makes me question, is that right? I'll talk about that then. Then we take a break for news and we come back. We'll go to Corey's Tech Corner, uh, the latest and greatest in the technological world. We got hacking stories. We got uh, palm readers. Lots and lots of there. And then, of course, we end the show with the top five list of the week. It's the top five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. We got trailers. And uh, my number one this week is something I just can't stop listening to. It is a mix of they take two radically different songs and put them together, and it just works perfectly. So you're going to want to stick around for that. It is really stinking cool. But for right now, let's start off with the more serious stuff. And uh, this one's pretty serious because it is a problem, a big problem in the world of esports. Uh, Valorant, which is a very popular uh, multiplayer game, uh, pro player called Sintra, he has been suspended following sexual assault allegations from his ex-girlfriend. Uh, Jay Sinatra One One uh, is one of the biggest names in the competitive game Valorant and has been suspended from the game or by the game and by his team following uh, accusations of sexual assault. In a statement, Cleo Hernandez posted a lengthy account of her nine-month-long relationship with Juan, detailing a disturbing history of physical and emotional abuse, supported by audio recordings and screenshots of messages. Obviously, we don't know the whole story yet, but... This is a common thing that's been happening a lot. There are a lot of cases where esports people, YouTubers, and even some cases of voice actors take advantage of ladies and they uh, do some horrible things. So hopefully they'll figure this out. I know that he, uh, Sinatra, has come out and said, oh, these are all wrong. Uh, you are misunderstanding what's happening. And there is going to be a full investigation into this, and we'll see what happens there. But that's something I want to keep bringing up because that is 
seriously a bad problem in the world of video games and esports is there's been a lot of cases of this and even there are a lot of YouTubers too that make content for kids and it turns out later that they try to uh get pictures from their listeners that are underaged it's very very disturbing stuff uh next up is Apple Apple's having a interesting week they are uh in the middle of a battle with uh Epic Games over Fortnite and if Fortnite can be on their uh, iTunes store, that's still going on. But also now, uh, Apple is reportedly denied Parler, which is the social media app that is more for the right wing uh, group. They are denying Parler an app store appeal, and they are citing that it's because of derogatory terms and Nazi symbols. So they've denied the social media company Parler's bid to re-enter the iOS app store, saying its platform hasn't addressed problems with offensive content. It should be noted, I even looked this up in agreement with this um, article that was written about it, is... uh it took me two seconds, and I literally two seconds, and I found already a Nazi symbol on Parler. And uh, I'm not here; we're not here to debate uh, the politics side of it. But uh, Apple's trying to protect their business, and they're going to say, "No, you can't come on there unless you moderate your stuff." But Parler, their whole existence is to not have moderation. So I'll be curious to see where they're going to go with this. Uh, Parler says they're going to try to sue Apple to get them back on there. They were originally going to sue uh amazon i believe it was who hosted their website they have since dropped that uh but yeah parlor's not having a good time i'll be curious to see uh how they move forward with that uh sad news in the world of interesting technology uh the inventor of the cassette tape lou Otens, has passed away at the age of 94 i was just at the tail end of the cassette tape when i was a kid those things were hilariously messy and uh no, uh, you know what? I actually really enjoyed cassette tapes because that was the thing. It was, uh, oh, what was it? McDonald's had a promotion where they would ha- give you, or maybe it was CDs. No, I think it was cassettes where uh, if you bought like a meal or something, you could buy a cassette tape with all of the Disney songs on it. And there were multiple versions of it. I loved that thing, and I loved taking trips, uh, family trips, or just trips with my mom. We'd just be singing Disney songs at the top of our lungs. So uh, that's too bad that he passed away, but he definitely left a uh, impression on at least kids my age and above. I don't even want to start, because I know there are some kids out there that are probably like, what is a cassette tape, Corey? And I'm like, I'm not that old, dang it. Uh, next up. Okay, this one is hilarious. So uh, there is a huge market for dice dice as in like rolling the dice to see what numbers pop up Uh, dungeons and dragons is a big thing and uh people like to show off and they like to have unique and different uh dice to show off their collection or just a you know kind of like a power move like huh look at my dice it's made of gold uh compared to yours which is made of copper well this one is really bizarre Uh, creators synthetic games is working on a batch of dice and you get seven of them and for seven dice they will all light up individually to different colors and whatever you want and it will cost you two hundred dollars so i really ask the question is two hundred dollars worth seven dice and not only on top of that i mean yes it lights up and it looks cool but on top of it 
you're going to have to charge those dice every time you want to use them. And I feel like that'd be incredibly annoying to get like seven different USB cables in them all connecting to the one thing and then getting them to charge. And maybe the battery life is low. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's an unnecessary thing, but I have a feeling they're going to sell out. Uh, they're selling it right now. I believe it's a Kickstarter. Yeah. But uh, if you want a single dice, it will be $40. But if you want the set of seven, it will be $200. That's a little insane for me uh this one's very interesting build a bear workshop is releasing a new collection in collaboration with nintendo and they are releasing an animal crossing line that everyone is freaking out with uh, of course animal crossing new horizons was kind of the big hit during the beginning of the pandemic because it was a game about living a life and we were at that time pretty much locked in as a nation so people went to that game as kind of a therapy session to relax a little bit but uh since then that game has grown in popularity and if there's anything you need to know about nintendo and collectors is they are crazy and they want everything that nintendo makes especially limited edition things so build-a-bear workshop is going to be releasing this later this year they did not say what characters uh, you can build, but I would be so, I mean, it's the perfect opportunity. Part of the Animal Crossing game is you get to design your character and dress them up however you want. And if they can do that, if you can like walk into the uh, Build-A-Bear workshop with your character and say, this is what I want, and they can do it, I think that would be really cool. Uh, two video game news, then we'll wrap it up for right now. Uh, Microsoft has completed its acquisition of Bethesda Games, which is huge. Bethesda Games is really known for uh, the games Doom and the Fallout series. Uh, Microsoft has been working with them for a while to uh, acquire them, and now the acquisition is fully complete. So if you are a, like me, I'm on, I don't have the new Xbox, but I have the xbox game pass on the pc which i will tell you even today and forever is one of the best deals in the world and i still don't fully understand it you get an access to a boatload of games and on top of that any brand new video games that are released through microsoft will be on there for free obviously free but you have to pay the subscription every month and i think it's like less than twenty dollars it's really good. So, uh, like if I, I always go to this example. So new video games are usually 60 to $80. And, uh, if I was going to buy like the new Halo game, that would be what $60 for maybe 20 hours a game. That's three months of, uh, the service that I can use. And I can already play Halo on top of everything else. It's kind of insane. And this is not a plug for them or anything. I just really like it, and uh, Microsoft is growing significantly. Bethesda is a huge, huge win for uh, Microsoft. While Sony, the video game company, does a lot of in-house first-person or first-party exclusive video games, Microsoft is going a different route, and they're acquiring other video game companies to have them make exclusive content for Xbox. So I'll be curious to see uh, how that is going to fully work in the end. And then finally, if you have kids that are fans of Resident Evil, you should be aware Capcom has sent out uh, emails to their fans warning them that there is an email scam going around right now where uh, the email itself looks like it's from Capcom and it's telling people that you have access to early access to the new Resident Evil Village game. They are warning you that if you click on it and you give them your information, it will be stolen. It is a scam. So if you received 
anything from Capcom that says early access or early access invitation on it to the upcoming Resident Evil game, do not accept it at all. And as always, don't ever give them a Google Play card. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, let's head to the land of movies. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Let's head into the world of movies and TV shows and talk about the world of entertainment just in general. And we'll start off with one that is hilarious, and I wish it happened to me. But uh, Tom and Jerry is the new movie that came out, obviously based on the very popular cartoon series. But uh, the new Tom and Jerry movie came out just recently. I think it was last week on HBO Max. It got okay reviews. I mean, it, it got what you would expect a kid's movie about uh, animated characters would do. But uh, a lot of people were in for a surprise because when they clicked on it through HBO Max, which this uh, Tom and Jerry is in the agreement that they made before saying, uh, hey, all of our movies this year for the year 2021, we're going to release the same day on our streaming service and in theaters. And this was part of that whole deal. Well, uh, a lot of people were in for a surprise. Sadly, not me, because I tried this as soon as I read about it. But uh, they were in for a surprise when they clicked the movie and uh, they got something else entirely different than Tom and Jerry. What they got instead was, and I'm not joking, it started playing the Snyder Cut version of the new Justice League movie that's coming out on March 18th. There is a lot of hype going around for this movie just because there's always been a, a whole story behind it. In fact, maybe next week I'll fully break that down in honor of it finally being released. But it's essentially they're taking the Justice League movie that came out a few years ago and uh, re-editing it and fixing it to the original director's uh, vision for it. And it's over, I think, three hours long. It's supposed to be insane. But... uh there is a lot of hype around this, and in fact, it might be one of the most anticipated movies for this year for a lot of geeks. And the fact that it started playing when people were watching Tom and Jerry is just hilarious. Now, I've looked hard over the internet, and I have not seen any uh, people talk about spoilers for it. So I, I just imagine like a bunch of parents are just sitting there like, wait, I thought we clicked Tom and Jerry. What's going on? But if people did see it, I think it would be hilarious because, uh, oh, it's even four hours long. My mistake but uh yeah i i want that kind of mistake to happen to me i think one time in my life was there a technological uh oopsie on part of a company and it was uh i think it was at a walmart and i was able to get a brand new video game for twenty dollars and because that's how it was scanned in and it was scanned in under the wrong name but um yeah i would love it if i clicked to watch tom and jerry and then uh the new justice league movie came up i'm very curious to see how that justice league movie is going to do just because I, I wasn't a fan of that one i wasn't a fan of batman versus superman and four hours oh that just seems a little heavy for me uh sad news in the world of movies an icon is the latest to be replaced by a cg double and i looked at it and i'm very disappointed in it any guesses at a hundred years old, Leo the Lion that was introduced for MGM Studios. You know, you have the lion that roars at the beginning of every movie. They are replacing the original lion with a CG double. I'm a little disappointed with that just because I really liked it. But the CG personally looks kind of bad. I don't know what their whole decision was for this, 
But uh, I guess they just wanted some fresh paint on there. And yeah, they'll be uh, replacing him with a CGI lion. So I think the new logo, yeah, the new logo is originally going to be introduced with the new James Bond film. But since its release has been pushed back several times uh, due to the pandemic, it will instead debut with Dog, which is a comedy from Channing Tatum to be released in July. Next up in the world of streaming, uh, Amazon has come out and said that we have the biggest viewership of any streaming movie in the past 12 months during this pandemic with their movie that they released last week. Uh, they're saying this, but there's, there should be a little asterisk next to it because, uh, they said that coming to America, which is the sequel, the Eddie Murphy sequel to coming to America is the biggest streaming movie to debut during the pandemic. But, they're not releasing official numbers, which is really weird. Why would you tout this and then say, ah, but you got to trust us on this one, okay? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, the numbers are great and huge. Uh, that's one thing very interesting about when it comes to streaming services is that uh, the companies that have them don't have to release the numbers for them. They can say whatever they want, but they don't have to release the numbers, unlike films that go into theaters, which can be easily tracked. I mean, we've been doing it for years now. But uh, when it comes to streaming services, we don't. And it's just weird that Amazon would come up and uh, come out and say like, oh, hey, we have the best movie, but we're not going to tell you the numbers. That's just a little fishy to me. Uh, speaking of numbers, this one is fascinating. Uh, Disney Plus has topped the 100 million subscriber uh, users in under two years, which is absolutely insane it takes a lot of people a lot longer to get there and also in the world of disney china is reissuing a movie to come out in movie theaters and it is avatar yes the blue people are coming back the original avatar not avatar 2 avatar 1 is going to be re-released in china why because they want to take the title of record gro global gross income away from Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame was the first movie in a long time that took down Avatar in the world of money-making. And they're coming back out and saying, ah, we're going to beat them now as we release this movie uh, in China. That just seems like cheating to me. Why would you, like, you should have the money up front and say, okay, this is what you made. This is how we're going to calculate it. Don't come out another year later or years later even and say, oh, we're going to re-release it and then we're going to be the number one movie again. I don't think that's how that works. It seems a little uh, fishy to me. Uh, some quick ones, then we'll take a break. Michael B. Jordan has confirmed that he will be directing the Creed 3 movie. Creed is a fantastic series. If you have not watched it, it's a sequel, essentially, to the Rocky movies in which uh, Michael B. Jordan plays Creed's son, it's really good. I highly, highly recommend. Uh, this one sounds hilariously awesome. According to THR, Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, Productions has a team, and they're working with Netflix on a family adventure that will be based on a single illustration depicting a teddy bear physically defending a sleeping child from an encroaching monster. I think that sounds like an awesome movie. Sign me up. Uh, meanwhile, over at 
MGM, they have announced that uh, the fourth Jumanji movie is on its way. I didn't even know. I thought we were only at two, but I guess we're at three already. But uh, another Jumanji movie is in the works currently. Uh, Entertainment Weekly this week released the first images of Space Jam, A New Legacy. It looks crazy, stupid, and awesome. Although, uh, in classic geekness, there is a lot of controversy over Lola Bunny. In the original, they played off her womanly figure a little heavy and they pulled back on this and all geeks are now upset because they're doing that it's just one of those things where everyone will complain about everything we're going to take a break for news and when we get back we'll go to Corey's tech corner this is the geek show on 1470 and 100.3 wmbd Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world. And we got to talk about the big hack of the week. A hacker group claims to have recently broken into a network of cloud-based surveillance firms in Silicon Valley, and they had access to over 150,000 live camera feeds to peer the internal workings of countless organizations, including medical facilities, psychiatric hospitals, jails, schools, police departments, and even large companies like Tesla, Equinox, and Cloudfare, according to a new report from Bloomberg. The hacker claims to have downloaded large amounts of data and to have witnessed private confidential incidents that have transpired behind closed doors. So there's a lot to this. First of all, you might be saying, well, what can you get off of camera feeds? Well, a lot, especially in businesses. Obviously, there's... Con uh, confidential things that are happening in the business uh, with hospitals you have medical records you can even use the feed to watch people type in their password to figure out what their password is i mean the number of things is crazy and they can also on top of it there's a black mirror episode on netflix that perfectly explains this and that is using this information to blackmail you so if they catch you in doing something not illegal but something you don't want out there they can use it to blackmail you to pay them up so that you won't the video of you won't go out online and it's really fascinating because uh they said that they are a group of hackers and they call themselves i always love hacker names uh the arson cats but what's more interesting is that uh a lot of people have looked at this hack and they think that the arson cats which is a very unique name uh are a group of hacktivists hacktivists are just like activists except it's all online with their main purpose talking about surveillance capitalism and they want to bring attention to the ways in which companies survey people's lives at their business uh, and that how that can affect them in the workplace because they want to protect privacy. Uh, obviously, I'm a big person about privacy, and I think we should all protect our privacy before it's gone. But doing something like that is scary because uh, no one person should have control over that stuff. And uh, having over 150,000 live camera feeds, you can probably get a lot of personal information from a lot of those videos that you can then use to blackmail people or just post online. It should be noted in a uh, just seriously this stuff just still blows my mind you would think in the year 2021 after hearing all of these hacking stories that they would come out and say okay uh it was a mistake because they broke into this and they had to do all these steps no apparently the hackers discovered a password and username for its uh account has been left publicly exposed to the internet they didn't go on to explain how but apparently it was very easy for them to access it you would think businesses would finally realize, hey, we should protect ourselves a little more. I don't know. 
Uh, this is a PSA to T-Mobile users. Uh, there is a new program that will take effect on April 26th, and it is a new privacy policy that will allow uh, T-Mobile to share certain kinds of customer information with third-party advertisers. And it all starts, as I said, on April 26th. All customers will automatically be opt into the new program. Consumers who don't want to be and don't want to participate will need to manually opt out using their account privacy tools. So if you have T-Mobile and you want to opt out of it, just search Google search uh, T-Mobile privacy tools opting out and you'll be able to find it. It's an easy enough walkthrough. I hate it when companies try to force that and sneak it in by saying, ah, everybody's opt in. And then and then they like whisper to you. And then if you want to opt out, you got to go through all of these steps to do that because they know they know we are lazy people when it comes to technology and we don't want to take the time to go through multiple steps to opt out of things. So it's just something to keep an eye on as uh, things keep going with there. So if you're a T-Mobile, so if you're a T-Mobile person, definitely something you're going to want to keep an eye on. Uh, next up, this one is very fascinating. There is a big problem in the world of social media, and that is. Uh, hate. There is a lot of hate on there. A lot of these services can uh, devolve into people just yelling at each other. Well, TikTok is going to attempt something new. They are going to warn users before posting an inappropriate or unkind comments as part of a new tool to promote kindness on the service. So if you're going to type something that may violate the community guidelines, it will pop up saying, would you like to reconsider this? The pop-up box encourages the user to edit it or you can then post it anyway and just spread more hate. I think this is good. It's something that w needs to happen. Obviously, there aren't people just sitting there watching what everyone's going to put in a comment. It is a uh, probably a software, a piece of software that has a bunch of words in there that will be flagged. And if one of those words pops up in your comment, it will then flag you and warn you. And I think that's good. That's something we really need to work on uh, in the social media world is to uh, pull back the hatred and push more niceness out there or civil discussion. Just no more of this yelling. But I think the big question will be on if other tech companies like Amazon, like Facebook, like Twitter are also going to join along there and maybe try it if it's successful for TikTok. Because obviously there is an issue. There's a problem right now with social media and all the hate. And uh, hopefully th this might be the first step towards a solution. I don't want it to evolve into a like a situation where every comment you write is read by a person and they'll say yes or no. Uh, but at the same time, we want to pull back on all of the hate that is out there and the random stuff. I mean, I know my sister plays video games and the just even mentioning that she's a girl on the chat, it turns into some really gross things. So hopefully this is a step towards something a little better in the long run. Uh, next up, Amazon. Amazon is expanding its palm recognition payment technology to more of its stores. Only 12 of them are now going to have this technology, but I think it's just uh, emphasizing my prediction that because of COVID, we're going to have a lot more uh, push and moving forward at quicker speeds in regards to biometrics, uh, chips being installed. So like if you're walking by a vending machine, ah, I want a soda, you just wave your hand and it will recognize the chip and charge your credit card via that way. Uh, palm readers are obviously something that uh, are unique to each of us. Uh, my only thing is that... Uh, 
uh, with the palm recognition software. I'll be curious to see if they're going to keep moving forward with that because of COVID. I, I would assume they wouldn't want people touching their palms. Or maybe you just have to put your hand above the device as it scans you. I don't know. But I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that. I mean, we had last week. I don't remember if I brought this up because I might have saw this uh, late last week that um, Samsung has teamed up with a credit card company and they're going to try uh, putting fingerprint scanners in your credit card so that when you insert your credit card, you know how you hold the credit card at the end, uh, when you insert it into the device, it will not only check that ID pin on there, it will also scan your fingerprint to make sure you are there and that your privacy is protected. I think that's great. We need to definitely to protect ourselves a little more. And while on that note, before we hit the break, I do want to mention that there is a big story out there that is talking about the heartbreaking stories of people who got scammed on Tinder. Tinder is the popular dating website. And it is really heartbreaking to see because, you know, a lot of these people are trying to find people that they can be compatible with online and uh, bad people will take advantage of that as uh, many of these stories show. So I want to emphasize just one thing before we take a break. A company, no company in, in the world will ask you for Google Play gift cards. I cannot stress that enough. It, it worries me how much uh, all of these stories I read are people being asked for Google Play gift cards. A company will never ask you to go out to a gas station or a Walmart or a Walgreens and buy Google Play gift cards. So if you hear that, let that be a red flag. That is not something companies will ask you. And I hope that we can get over the Google Play store cards because that, that seems to be a big thing with people. It is not at all what a company will ask you for. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over the top five list of the week. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome to the last part of The Geek Show. I know, I know, I'm sad too, but this is my favorite segment of the show. It's the top five list of the week. So if you don't know, the top five list of the week is always the top five most important pieces of audio that I found this week while working for this show and with the morning show. And it happens to be a little bit of everything. We have viral videos we have uh one of the most adorable things ever that i'm going to play for you in a little bit and then i have some trailers for you oh and we're also we're going to take a look into the future the future that is now is really really cool so for right now let's get straight to it with number five number five let's start off with the most adorable video of the week now this one started making the rounds on reddit and on twitter now i don't think i i well i should say i think this is an older video i don't think that this is a current one just because they're not wearing masks at this school there's no social distancing and all of that but regardless of that uh i saw this video and i just love things like this this is a science teacher talking to a class about his girlfriend, who is also a teacher. I'll play a little bit, then I'll explain it to you. There is a rumor going around that Miss Barker and I are dating. So it's about time that we address that, I think, because I had a couple kids come up to me at recess today and was talking about it. Okay. The answer is yes, we are dating. <laughs> 
Yeah, I love that video. I can't play all of it just because of how long it is, but he does propose to her in front of the class. But what I really love about this video is just the the wholesomeness about it. Uh, there's just uh, interacting with her kids, and one of the comments even said, and I think we all feel it, that uh, teachers feel like their classes are almost like a second family. And to have all of them share that moment with them, all the kids were freaking out. It was adorable. Uh, I looked around. I couldn't find where this video originated from i'll keep looking but i'm gonna just guess based on some of the clues in the video that this is kind of old but i hope they are doing well and we need more uh uplifting videos like that in the world especially in the times we're in number four Number four. Number four, I'll play just a little bit because there's just a tiny bit of talking and mostly it's just really creepy music. But I had to talk about this one. This is Amazon's new movie called Them. Like the circles that you find in the windmills of your, 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 your. Yeah, and then it gets even more creepy. <laughs> I definitely recommend you check out that trailer. Obviously, the music is not enough to showcase the movie, but uh, I think it, the music sets the stage for what this is. It's a new series coming to Amazon. It's a new terror anthology series, so each season will be its own thing, but in the grander picture... It will be connected somehow. It will premiere on Friday, April 9th, exclusively on Amazon Prime. And it's a limited series that explores the terror in America, the 1950s, in which a black family moves from North Carolina to an all-white Los Angeles neighborhood during the period known as the Great Migration. The family's home becomes ground zero where malevolent forces next door and otherworldly threaten to taunt ravage and destroy them it looks really good and really creepy but here's my only thing it is like a blatant ripoff of jordan peele's us like seriously watching the trailer i was like oh is this a prequel or a sequel to us and no it's not it has not jordan peele's not even uh, related to it at all but the trailer is without a doubt a ripoff of us am i saying that's a bad thing no because us was really good but it is just a little curious like, uh, they need to show something a little more of how they're going to separate themselves from that series. And really, if you're going to stay away from copying things, you're going to go from a movie called Us to Them. I mean, I think we could have added an extra word or something, but Them? You can't say that you're not trying to copy them, right? I don't know, but in all honesty, I'm very, very interested. I'm not a big fan of spooky movies because I get scared too easily, but uh, this is one that's definitely on my list. So that's Amazon's Them coming to Amazon Prime on April 9th. Number three. Number three. Okay, number three, you've probably heard this week because I think every radio station in existence played this during the week. But I wanted to play it, and I think it's a little different of a clip, but in the same series. Walter Cronkite, the video came out of him from 1967 talking about the future home office space for the year 2001. And it's kind of creepy how we're already there and we've exceeded it. So take a listen to this. Now, this is where a man might spend most of his time in the home of the 21st century. This equipment here will allow him to carry on normal business activities without ever going to an office away from home. This console provides a summary of news relayed by satellite from all over the world. 
Now, to get a newspaper copy for permanent reference, I just turn this button. When I've finished catching up on the news, I might uh, check the latest weather. This same screen can give me the latest report on the stocks I might own. Yeah, so what's so funny about this is this is 1967, uh, having them guess what the world of 2001 would look like. And it's hilarious to me that they have all of these jumbo computers, one for the newspaper, one for the weather, and one for the stocks. And we all have that right now in a handheld device that we, I think most people carry around with them. And it just, it, it's just amazing how technology has become, uh, so small and compact and all of the things we can do with it. I know we take advantage of it and we forget about it all the time, but our phones are crazy in what they can do. And this is just something kind of unique that shows, Hey, the people in the past were right. Except for the, the hovering cars. Where is the hovering cars? I want hover cars. Is that too much to ask for? I don't know. Number two. Number two. Number two goes to a trailer, and I'm already, I know I sound disappointed, but I, I want this to be good. I really do. I really like Melissa McCarthy. I think she is, when she's given the right role, a fantastic actress. Uh, she was great in this, in a serious role as this author who was uh, selling forgeries. And there are some comedy movies that she's just so perfect at. And I just feel like they never give her the real opportunity to shine. They do it with cheesiness. And I just hope this one doesn't fall into it. This is a trailer for Netflix's Thunder Force. And it's already starting off with a negative because any comedy movie that uses this song, I'm already worried about. Hi, I'm here to see Emily Stanton. Do you have an appointment? I'm her best friend. We're not currently what I would say best friends or friends. You look good. You look great. What have you been up to? Let me show you. I've been developing a genetic platform that will allow us to give ordinary people superpowers. But do me a favor, please. Don't touch anything. God, Lydia, do you have any idea what you've done? You just took our only formula for super strength. Everything about you will become stronger. Yeah, so this is a new Netflix movie, and maybe I'm being too hard on it. I don't like being mean to people or movies without seeing them, but... Uh, there's just some cheesiness to it, but it stars Melissa McCarthy in which she has a friend who's a scientist and they're working on superhero formulas and she accidentally takes it, making her super strong. Obviously, there's a bad guy in it and the two are going to partner up to help save the world. It's kind of hilarious to watch these two older and larger ladies try to take on crime and they play on that, but I don't know. I, I'm just worried. I'm just really worried because I really like Melissa McCarthy and I, I just hope this isn't another in the long line of movies where it's just, ah, let's throw in some fat and fart jokes to make everyone laugh. I hope it's something a little more. We'll have to wait and see. That one also, like the uh, Amazon series, this one comes out on April 9th to Netflix. And in case I didn't say it, it's called Thunder Force. Here's number one. Number one goes to my latest uh, 
rabbit hole that is the internet lately, and that is mixing of songs. Taking two songs unrelated to each other, mixing them together to make something really cool. This is one of them. They're taking the song Eminem's Lose Yourself and mixing it with Mr. Blue Sky. It's really good. Take a listen to this. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy There's vomit on his sweater already Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous But on the surface he looks calm and ready To drop palms, but he keeps on forgetting What he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out Snap back to reality, oh, there goes gravity It's all back to these ropes, it don't matter, he's told Who knows that, but he's pro, he's so stagnant He knows when he goes back to this mobile home That's when it's back to the lab again, yo yeah, so I can only play a little bit of that due to copyright reasons, but I love that. I know some people aren't fans of Eminem, but I just love the mixing of that. They took a song that is kind of dark and mixed it with Mr. Blue Sky, and it just works perfectly, and it sounds great. So I just wanted to leave that out there. If you love that type of stuff, just search online for mixes and you'll find them. There are tons of them out there. Like I said, I fell into the rabbit hole that is mixing music online, and there's some really cool and unique things out there. So with that, you guys have a fantastic weekend. I will see you all next week on The Geek Show. And remember that you're never alone out there, especially in the geek community. Things can feel lonely at times, but just remember, you have a big community of geeks in Peoria in the world, and we're all here. Just remember to lift each other up instead of putting each other down. Have a fantastic weekend. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.